everyone. Welcome to the Inside the Movement podcast. I'm your host, Maddie. Today, we are with Cassidy Crouch, our guest experience director and campus coordinator at the Bellevue campus. Um, I like to describe this podcast as a place where we could have a virtual cup of coffee with Cassidy and get to know her. <laughs> um, so welcome to the podcast. Hey, thanks for having me. Yeah, we're so excited to have you today. Um, can you tell me about your role at Bellevue? Yeah. Um, I always joke and say it feels like an extension of my role at home because it's very like keep things going, make things cozy, make sure bills are paid, things like that. Um, and I absolutely love it. I remember coming across it and I'm sure we'll get to this, but um, online when I saw the job description and I was like, this is a list of all the things that I love to do, um, especially creating welcoming cozy spaces for people you know, to be because the world's a crazy place and everybody needs a cozy place to come to. So um, that's probably my favorite thing about it. But there's lots of different hats that I feel like I wear and it makes every day different. So that's exciting. Is it hard for you to switch between the two as far as camps coordinator and guest experience director, like putting on your director hat and leading people and then kind of going behind the scenes and doing the admin work? Um, I don't think so. I feel like with all the different roles within Crosspoint that guest experience director and campus coordinator blend well together. Um, It seems almost like one is the extension of the other. (laughs) Um, And I personally am one of those people. I I love people. I'm very much a people person, but I need like alone time in order to be ready for that. (laughs) So like having the ability to have both is like a really good fit for me personally. Yeah. I'm the same. Like I need like a kind of like a battery. Like I've got to like have a charge for you sure. remember the batteries that you used to test that you yes. could hold on the end like i feel like that's me so like <laughs> if you check it and it's like in the red it's like oh no she needs some time on mm-hmm. but if you check it and it's in the green i'm like full blast extrovert ready like to go. ready to party ready to meet new people <laughs> like we'll chat your ear off but if it's in the red or yellow i'm like Mm-mm. yeah i think the minute. important thing is making sure you check it yeah right <laughs> we don't always do that right so have you ever been um this is funny in a situation where um, like you're having dinner with somebody, maybe with your husband and another couple, and you're like, I just can't, I can't extrovert today. Like, I need you to carry the conversation. Um, <laughs> yes, but I'll say my husband is a, an extreme introvert. Okay. So I don't really have that option. <laughs> so like if he, if I'm going to like give it to him, it's just going to flop. Yeah. <laughs> it just is. Like just so kinda, I kind of have to rally. Well, it isn't just like. Just go for it. That's yes. so funny. For sure. But we're kind of used to that dynamic, so. Yeah. <laughs> How long have y'all been married? We've been married just over five years. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. And his name is? Chris. Chris. Oh. Chris Crouch. Chris Crouch. All my Crouch. friends are like, jump. Jump. You know, yeah. Jump around. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's good. Um, okay, so how many kids do you have? We have two boys. Okay. Um, they One of them is about to be four. My older one, his name is Abbott. And my little is 14 months old. Oh my goodness. His name's Conway. And yeah, we're, they're keeping us busy. Uh, yeah, I can imagine. We love being a family of four though. We feel like we kind of hit a little bit of a stride, you know, we're like, okay, four's good. We're good good. here. We feel like we're getting it slowly, like figured out. Mm -hmm. And my husband's absolutely like, I will not be outnumbered (laughs) by children. I'm like, okay, all right, fair. You know, that's fine. So yeah, our plan is to be done at two. Okay. Yes. That's ours too. (laughs) Yeah. We want to, and then, you know, maybe the Lord bless us too. Maybe he won't, but you know. I think two is a good number. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's some people on staff who have like six kids, seven kids, six kids. I think six is the highest. Mm, wow. Aaron and Josh. Mm. 
I admire that. God bless you guys. I don't think I have it. <laughs> Y'all are special kind. Yeah. One of my girlfriends I grew up with, she's always like, you don't win family family trips for five. Like you win them for four. You go to hotel rooms, there's room for four. I'm like, okay, I don't think I don't think I think in those terms. I don't either, I mean, it's a good but point. it's funny. Not that any way is the right way. Sure. You know, but it's just, I'm like, I never really thought about it like that. That is. It's always like win a family trip for four. Right. To the Caribbean. So what do you do? You buy the fifth one. You know, I don't know. But... I've never thought about that. <laughs> Me either. Well, I think she, I think she, she has a point, right? I don't know. That's really funny. Okay, so um, how did you get to Crosspoint? Um, it's a, I feel like every time that question's asked, like the answer is always it's a God thing, but it totally is. Um, I moved to I moved down here in 2008, where we met at Belmont, which we'll get to, I'm sure, um, and and uh was chasing the country music industry and so um out of belmont i had a job at a christian music publishing company for a couple years until i signed um a songwriting deal in the country music world and so i was writing songs full-time for i guess six years of my deal and um for anybody that doesn't know like three years is a long deal and sometimes four but six is like long and if you're not just cranking out hits with that company a lot of times it's time to go yeah or or, you know it's time to go it's like so um we had had a lot of turnover it was a startup company just a lot of challenges and um so by the time my contract was up after five years and they just kept me on which was you know great but I just felt God like pulling me to the next thing and I had been meeting at other publishing companies to see if there was anything else out there another place I could write somebody that I really clicked with the champion you know Mm -hmm and had some momentum going and ended up leaving my deal in February of 2020. Okay. And so we got this momentum and we have all these rights booked with all these writers at these companies and then COVID, COVID. you know, like comes in and squashes it. Just yeah. like everybody has a, a situation yeah. like that. Um, and so I we continued to write, but it was over Zoom and, you know. It's just not the same. Finding a vibe on Zoom yeah. with someone you don't know. I mean, some days were great and other days were like. Oh, so hard. Yeah. So um, anyway, my husband and I at that time kind of had an idea in mind of like, okay, this is our timeline of when you need to find another deal or like, hey, we've got kids Mm -hmm. we got to take care of. So you're going to have to, you know, figure something else out. Yeah. And so um, over over the years that I was writing songs, there were a few, you know, there were days or weeks or whatever where I'd just be really discouraged. And I was going to Crosspoint and like, for some reason, I would just check like job listings every once in a while, even Mm -hmm. in the thick of my deal and the thick of writing. And my heart was never like there, but I was like, maybe I just, you know, apply for this. I don't know. So um, anyway, so that's part of that backstory. But um, I was, COVID actually bought me more time to be like meeting and doing all this stuff and releasing songs and whatever. And um, we ended up having our second child kind of, I guess, it's a little bit in that window. He was born in early 21. So, um, <clears throat> and then I went ahead and just started applying, like I was chasing my next deal while applying for other things. Okay. Um, and so knowing like, okay, like I was having conversations with God at the time. Like I've spent 20 years of my life on this. I've spent almost 10 years doing it professionally. Like, why did you bring me this far to make me go sit in a cubicle and like mm-hmm. hate my life from yeah. seven to five? There's nothing wrong with it. It's not for me, you know, right. <laughs> like, and so I was just like, I don't understand. I feel so forgotten. Like, um, and then I saw this listing on Crosspoint website. I just checked it. I'm like, I'll just see. And it was Bellevue guest experience director and campus coordinator. And I was like, man, these are all these things that like, I feel like I'm good at. And, <laughs> and one thing that, that God did during the time I was writing songs, um, full time 
is he was kind enough to sort of reveal to me that my love for music comes from my love to bring people together. Mm-hmm. And when we got married, it was a DIY like farm to table ranch. And the people who run it like loved my style and the way that I decorated the place yeah. um, so much that they hired me back to redesign their venue afterward. That's so cool. So like getting to do that and like I started doing some events for like friends and friends of friends and I have friends like who are like, oh, I'm making you a portfolio, you know, kind of <laughs> thing. And like just realizing I had a gift for like event planning and coordinating sure. and like bringing people together in that way. Um, and that was just such a kind thing for him to reveal. So knowing, like having a passion for that building over those years sort of like really lit a fire for me to do what I'm doing now, which I would have never seen, sure. you know, during the time. Um, so anyways, I had the first conversation with Lee when I was visiting my family last year over 4th of July and I hung up the phone and I was like, I am not getting that job. <laughs> and my mom was like, why? I was like, well, first of all, they're interviewing all these people who have been in ministry. They're interviewing people from like within. I've never had a job in ministry. Like, I don't know what I'm doing. There's no way. And so, um, you know, the next few weeks we talked and interviewed yep. and did all the things. And then I ended up at Crosspoint and I feel like, first of all, like it, everybody there knows that that's what I was doing the last 10 years and they're super supportive of it. Um, Also like our role having Fridays off still allows me time to like invest in the relationships I've built over the last 10 years, write songs. Mm -hmm. If I feel that, you know, that that's what I need to be doing. So I'm, you know, I'm not having to never see my kids and never write a song again and never, you know what I mean? Right. And so that's incredible. And also um, I'm a three on the Enneagram. So I'm very much like, performance treadmill person success success (laughs) achieve 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 and I feel like it was God almost being like okay you've been like running yourself ragged Mm -hmm. to achieve like why don't you set that down and like come do my work for a while and it's just been a really humbling experience and I'm rambling a lot about it but (laughs) but it feels 100% like a God thing like he I also felt so seen like I was like he didn't forget me he didn't think go do this and you know he I feel like he handpicked me to be where I am right now and I'm just really grateful you know so I'm yeah just honored to be here I love it (laughs) yeah so Cassie and I met in 2008 somewhere in there yeah somewhere in 2008 did you start going to Belmont in 2008 yeah I did the last two years at school there okay so we both went to Belmont and we were both in the music industry. So at the time I was writing songs and playing writer's rounds. So like we used to like ping each other, but we couldn't make a round and be like, oh, you sub, we sub in this round or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, which is kind of where I first, I think, got to know you, mm-hmm. um, which is super cool. And it's, that's, that's my story with like a couple people in Nashville, like yeah. who ended like with Cheryl. Yep. Um, and just being in the music industry and then showing up here. And then there's a couple other people on staff who used to be in the industry, mm-hmm. uh, like Chris Nichols and I don't, a few, several other people I'm forgetting right now. But um, it's funny because what I hear from anybody who had that path was like, I never imagined I'd be working for the church mm-hmm. or working in the church and in ministry. And it's just what you said is so right because God did handpick you mm-hmm. and he handpicked all of us right to be in the seat we're in and that's so gracious and just has revealed new gifts yes and new talents um it's just it's a gift so Mm. i'm super grateful for i'm super grateful you're here (laughs) me too um but i was saying what i was going to say with all that is i remember when lee sent us a message like to the hiring team he's like oh we're going to interview this girl named cassie crouch and i was like yes (laughs) i was like heck yeah yeah and so drew and i kind of have this saying whenever we're like we're interviewing people it's like 
if it's not a heck yeah it's a no so it's like yeah, right. you are definitely a heck yeah you're yeah, we like good. yes like she's so awesome at what she does like you have such a gift and you are an achiever but like you're also so kind oh, and thanks. you see, see you see people well and i i just think the role suits you yeah thank so, you yeah. i love it it's been so good <laughs> um so tell me a little bit about your walk with jesus and how you came to know christ okay um so I grew up in the Catholic Church, okay. um, and and it was a little bit just of a confusing thing um, to me. It was you know very like rule book and, sure. um, but went through like I went I went to Catholic school K through six and then went on to public school but made my confirmation in tenth grade and Wait, all was the that here that in do. Nashville or no? So I grew up in Syracuse, New okay. York. Got it. Yeah. So that's that was there, um, and then I went to public school and like made my confirmation later and all these things and then you know, had, had a relationship with God, but not in the way that I do now. It was very like, I know I should probably do this because this is the right thing. And this is what God would want me to do, you know, kind of thing. And so when I moved here, um, I was 20 years old and the only people I knew were a couple where the wife, I guess my mom worked with in Syracuse. She like grew up there. They worked together. I knew her when I was like Mm -hmm. a little, little kid. So she and her husband live here. Um, and they were going to Bethel world outreach at the time. Yeah. And she actually works there now, but, um, they started bringing me there and I went for worship and I was like, this is so cool. Like people have their arms up and they're excited (laughs) and they're jumping around and like in the, you know, in the Catholic church, it is not that way. So it was just so exciting. And I was like, wow, like Jesus loves me because I'm me you know what I mean and because of who he is like not because of all these things things I did right exactly yeah and so um at the time I was at Belmont Mm -hmm. and I started searching for a side job and uh you know college yeah so I applied everywhere where the action was happening Mm -hmm. like downtown on lower Broadway only place to call me back was the Ryman Auditorium not mad about it (laughs) so I started out um as a concert usher there and once a month we had to go down and sign up for the shows we wanted to work so I could just like sign up for the whatever concerts I wanted to be in attendance at pretty much and one of them was Michael W. Smith and I had never been to like a Christian concert and he had this moment where he was talking about his testimony where he was like I heard God's voice tell me like I don't just like you but I, I love you and I could be your brother and your sister and your mother and your father and I had a really rough um relationship with my dad mm-hmm. and when he said that it was the first time for some reason in my head that I equated God to being my father mm. like a true father figure that could never let me down who I could never not be enough for yeah. um and I was sobbing in the back of the auditorium. I was just like, oh my gosh, I need a break, you know, whatever. Um, and so after that, I just really started chasing after Jesus in a different way um, because of like the influences of the people around me at this new church and this excitement. Sure. And also because I'm like, I have this new revelation of like, he can do that for me, you know? Um, and I was able to forgive a lot of the things that I was holding on to and like make it kind of my dad's issue, not mine anymore. And then I went and got rebaptized um, at Bethel because I was, you know, baptized young and sure. didn't understand it and all that. Mm-hmm. So just wanted to kind of share my testimony and get rebaptized in my own way as an yep. adult. Um, and so that kind of started the ball rolling on really chasing after that more. So that's so awesome. Yeah. And I told Lee when I was interviewing, like, I don't feel like, and I, you guys know that, like, there's never an arrival date on faith, right? right. Like, I'm still always like, always learning, <laughs> learning growing. I right. Have so many questions. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. So many questions. Uh, one of uh, the girls who used to be on staff, her name's Kelly, but she was um, going through seminary, but like taking only class, one class at a time because she has like a bunch of kids and mm-hmm. 
her their life is just crazy right now so she was like if, if I can just do one class at a time like I can learn and I was like man like I kind of want to do that just yeah. one at a time it's digestible I can really focus it and hone in um but you're right like we're all constantly learning for sure um a god that's omnipotent and that we'll never fully know and that's why it's faith <laughs> exactly exactly <laughs> and being around the people we get to be around on crosspoint staff man i feel like i'm learning so much all the time yes a lot of wise people so many it's amazing it's yeah. just so cool to be around people like that all the time it is it's yeah. fun constantly learning constantly at least me i'm always asking for grace because i <laughs> for sure <laughs> mess up a lot um but it is it's a it's a gift to be here at least it is for me. I'll speak for myself. Yeah. Um, so for those of you who don't know Cassidy, she's also an extremely talented musician. Um, <laughs> Nikki came up to me the other day. Or we were, it was at yeah. staff lunch. We were sitting at staff lunch and Nikki goes, Madison, what do I do if I want to like announce somebody for something? Like where do I put it in Slack? And I'm like, what do you mean? She's like, well, Cassidy, like she like plays with a bluebird. And I'm like, yeah, I know. She's awesome. Um, so hopefully people can come check out your music sometime. But yeah. are you still, I know you said like when you have time or mm -hmm. sometimes on your off time, you're still pursuing that mm -hmm. in some areas. So mm -hmm. tell me about what you've got going on there. So in January, I had a couple songs come out. Like I've, I've had a, a few handfuls of songs recorded by other artists or whatever. And you're always waiting for that one. That's yes. just going to be like the single or the <laughs> yes. whatever. Yeah. Like I had, you know, this Sirius XM thing blow up a few years ago, but it never went to like terrestrial radio. It was supposed to, you know, all the things happen anyway. Yeah. So in January, I had a song come out on Tracy Lawrence, which was Ooh. super cool because, you know, he's like an icon. Yeah, that's so fun. And yeah. And he did this album where he re-recorded a bunch of his hits and like smack dab in the middle of his hits as our song. So that's just like really oh, cool. Oh, that's so cool. Um, but yeah, so I, I definitely like, I put so much time and invested so much energy into so many relationships that these people become your friends and you're yep. doing life with them. And I just didn't, I, if I could help it, I didn't want to be like, bye, see yeah. you never, you right. know? So we definitely are still like writing and pursuing. Um, I'm obviously not letting it get in the way of my role at Crosspoint. Um, but yeah, I played the Bluebird a couple weeks ago Yay. and I, I invited Nikki out cause we've become good friends and I just don't, I told you like, I don't know how to be like, Hey, I work with yeah. you at the church, but hey, everybody, like, come see my show. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hey guys. <I> know. <laughs> so yeah, I'm like totally open to sharing it with people. I just, I never want to be that pushy girl. That's like, come yes, watch me play. Totally. totally. <laughs> so we have a like culture channel people can always invite there and then right, right. a corkboard channel which people post on all the time where it's corkboard. like i don't think i'm on that one. no you need to add corkboard okay so corkboard is like literally we made it because we wanted it to feel like you know when people used to have an actual corkboard in the office yeah and yeah, post yeah things there so uh -huh. that's our our virtual corkboard so cool. like people are always posting there about like oh someone watch my dog or hey we've got free tickets to this event or whatever it is that's a great spot to post it too good to know but don't feel Totally. I'll make people, Nikki do people it. Want to come. Yeah. <laughs> Nikki, I mean, she seems like your biggest fan. So, right, you know, right. she, I know she would be glad to do it. That's um, funny. She's so awesome. I love her so yeah. much. <laughs> um, gosh, she's so, so sweet. Um, okay, let's see some fun stuff. Okay. Um, well, this would be a good one for you. What's your go-to karaoke song? Oh, <laughs> okay. So my go-to karaoke song is Long Time Gone by the Dixie Chicks. Ooh. I don't know why. I just love that song. I love that song, too. I love that song. Dun, 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 yes. Dun. Yeah, it's great. It's a fun one. Uh, obviously, I'm not going to sing karaoke <laughs> with that rendition. Um, but yes, that is a, that's a good one. Um, have you ever had a nickname? I've had a nickname. 
I feel like it was like in my childhood though, so I don't know if it counts. Totally counts. Like, okay. Well, well I hated my face wiped when I was a baby, so my parents face used wiped. Yeah, like if oh, like I had if food had on it. Face? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. So they would take a wipe and like boop my face, and they'd be like boop, boop, boop. So they ended up calling me boop my whole childhood, like Betty Boop. Yes, you know? that's so. And cute. then I don't really know when that phased out, but it did finally. It eventually phased out. It took a long time. <laughs> but yeah, boop. it did. Oh, that's sweet. Yeah, that was my little kid name. We have we have always called uh, Mackie, my daughter, Little Scooter uh-huh. or Noodle. Cute. So, like, I really hope one of them sticks. <laughs> like, I don't know. She probably would hate both of them, but <laughs> I just think they're so cute and adorable. But they are cute. totally going to hate that. <laughs> when she's in high school, my other friends are calling her Scooter. Like, go, Noodle. <laughs> Let's go, Noodle. <laughs> um, okay, what was the last TV show you binged? Uh, I've been on a like big binging uh, thing right now. Uh, binging binge. Binging I don't know binge. is that a thing. <laughs> it is now. We were just actually, Hillary and I were just talking the other day about like the three shows we could watch forever and ever and ever and just keep running. And mine are uh, Friday Night Lights, the show. Oh, yes. Not the, that was a great show. It's so good. Yeah. I've watched it so many times. Clear Friends, which everybody within Crosspoint, like not everybody. Some people know this because I did a theme in my GE team for the month of March of Friends. Yes, and we recruited a bunch of people, and that was the point. Oh but it was God. really fun, That's amazing. And then maybe that was February. No, it was March. And then Gilmore Girls, and I just watched Gilmore Girls again for yeah. God knows why. So that's I've tried to get on the Friends train for a long time, and I just can't. Are you the Office? I love the Office. See, I feel like it's one or the other. Really? Yep. I can't do the office, office. and my husband loves the office, and I love, and I feel like it's just weird. It's It's like left brain, right brain. This one or this one? Yeah. Well, I never heard that comparison before, so maybe that makes me feel a little better. I feel like most, because like we actually talked about it. Hillary, she said the same thing. She's like, man, I never really got into friends. I was like, do you like the office? She's like, I love the office. It's like a thing. I don't know. It's a thing. I'm going to start asking people now. Now I'm like really curious. Yeah. Is this, I'm going to put a poll in Slack. You should. (laughs) You should. Do you like the office? If you like the office, do you like friends? Yeah. Um, okay, let's do one more. Okay. And let's do, what would you consider your biggest pet peeve? I, when I read that one, I was like, this is hilarious. Mm-hmm. Um, when people smack their food, it yeah. drives me bonkers. I'm yeah. like, do you hear, do you hear Close that? Close your mouth. <laughs> like sometimes, I shouldn't yes. even tell you this. Sometimes like if it's at nighttime and my husband's like eating a bowl of cereal or something, it's really easy to smack cereal. Oh, yeah, totally. It's so easy. Totally. You're being really nice about your husband right now. Yeah. I'll look at him and I'll be like, is that cereal good? And he's like, yeah. I'll be like, it sounds like it. <laughs> it sounds amazing. It sounds like it. It sounds so good. I really want to hear less about it, though. Oh <laughs> it drives me insane. I don't know why. So I'm like really crazy about yeah. like making sure I'm not doing it because I'm like, if I'm going to like judge other people yes. for doing it, I'm not judging anyone. But, you know. You know, it's just a pet peeve. Tyler's dad totally. was really was a really loud chewer. Uh-huh. And so now every time, like, Tyler, he'll, like, catch himself doing it. And he's like, oh, my gosh. I'm Jerry. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. You just are. Just, like, genetic food yeah, smacking. genetic food smacking. <laughs> gosh. That's amazing. Um, well, this has been so fun. Yes. Thank you so much for being here. Yeah. Thanks for um, having me. I hope you all get to know Cassie a little bit through this podcast, but um, have the chance to get to know her even more in person. Um, have a great day, everybody, and we will talk to you later.